When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome back for another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast, the Sutton Podcast. Joining me today, I've got some more supporters. I've got Andrew and I've got Mark. Hello, guys. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. And as we always do, we're going to start off with the um, wonderful Who Are You? Who wants to go first? I'll go first if you want. <laughs> Yep, Sorry. All right. <laughs> I, I, my name's Andrew, uh, Andrew Youngman. I've been supporting Sutton for a little over 20 years. Uh, my first game was in the summer of 1998, where um, my dad and my granddad took me down to a pre-season friendly, playing uh, Wimbledon at the time. This was kind of pre-AFC Wimbledon, kind of Wimbledon split, etc. But yeah, I just got really taken in by the place, the surroundings, the ground. I asked lots of questions when I first went down, and then uh, yeah, I went to a few games the following season, which was actually the uh, the Isthmian League winning season, and then I had a season ticket for the first time uh, for the nineteen ninety nine two thousand season, the uh, season where we um, had a rather poor season in the conference, uh, highlighted by the trophy run, and uh, yeah, just um, yeah, been going ever since. Really love it um, still through the various times that we've had over the last two decades. Really excellent. And Mark, okay, um, Mark Bravery, also known as Amber Aleman. My first Sutton game was I think the fourteenth of November, nineteen eighty-seven, when we played um, Aldershot in the first round of the FA Cup. I actually went to that game as a neutral because I had an interest in both both clubs. I had family connections with Sutton. My mum's from Sutton. I've had an uncle and a cousin who 
regulars at, at, at Gander Green Lane. But Aldershot was my local club as a lad. I grew up in Farnham in Surrey, which is just a few miles from Aldershot. And I actually went to a couple of Aldershot games in the sort of late 70s, early 80s. So I just went to the game, just hoping for a good match without really wanting either side to win. But as we know, Sutton deservedly won that game 3-0. And from that point on, I was a Sutton supporter. And I went to up to Peterborough for the second round match, which of course we won 3-1. That was a, a great experience. Love being in, in the way end up at London Road, Peterborough. And I went to the, the third round home game against Middlesbrough. Unfortunately, I couldn't get up to the replay at um, Ayrson Parks. So of course, in those days, replays were just a few days after the first game and it was just too short notice for me to get time off work. But obviously, I was around for the cup run the next season when we, we beat Coventry, etc. I started to go to league games regularly around that time. And over the last sort of 30 years or so, I've probably been to at least 90% of Sutton's competitive games, home and away. I used to write stuff for the programme. I'm a shareholder and I now volunteer in the club office on Thursday mornings just sort of answering the phone and um, dealing with emails and, and, and callers. So that's me, basically. Excellent. You also was an emergency standing guest writer for Gandamonium as well, haven't you? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people have realised that they, 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 they're dwindling numbers. So if anyone wants to submit a piece, just just let Dan at Gandanomonium know. I'm sure he'll be delighted to have anyone helping him out as well and take the pressure off Mark so he can concentrate on his <laughs> proper love when he goes to away games because we know it's not all just about the football for you, is it? No, no. I mean, I've got <laughs> three main sort of leisure pursuits. One of them obviously is following Sutton. One is going to, to real ale pubs, particularly those in the Good Beer Guide. And um, the third one is bird watching or birding as it's sometimes called these days and sometimes I can do a bit of the others when I'm following something away which is which is great. Excellent and Andrew do you get to many away games with your booze birding and football? Um, mainly football <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, I do try and um, get to the away games I was just um, looking before we, I joined the recording today I think I've, I've done a couple this season not as many as I'd like actually Forest Green Cardiff I think I've done Crawley as well. I wanted to get to Rochdale the other week, but I wasn't able to get up there. But um, definitely going to the Hayes game in the Cup uh, this weekend coming and uh, the Orient game in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, love, love the away games. Uh, they're, they're obviously a little different from the uh, the home uh, home affairs. Yeah, I, I tend not to go to so many away myself. I tend to be more, more of the home. It is the... The, the length the, the day I know loads of people do and as I've said loads of times I'm in awe of everyone who goes up and down the country but um, even the Hayes one which I'm going to next week is still a couple of hours on public transport so oh, it's it like, is oh. yeah yeah, it's still like a good sort of portion of the day, but yeah, it's amazing when you, when you're there, and I think it's because you're all you're all cramped in together more than at home. Yeah, it just makes it a bit more atmospheric um, when everyone's together. Uh, I, I think rather than the home games where everyone's obviously dispersed around what, yeah. three three sides of the stadium anyway. Yeah, we've all got our favourite little spots. Um, yeah. yeah, even though someone's favourite little spot is getting more and more crowded as the days go past. <laughs> but hey, never mind. We won't moan about that. <laughs> <laughs> so. I wanted to kind of fill in some gaps and talk a little bit about last season to get the, the lovely job of trying to talk us through feelings of last season, of the sort of mentalness of, of going through the whole watching it on, TV, on on the streams, not actually being there. And did you really believe all the results you were seeing or how was it for you? Um, we'll start with you, Andrew. Yeah, it was it was weird last season, wasn't it? I mean, um, I went to the Haringey pre-season friendly, which was 
uh, in between one of the, the couple of the lockdowns, and it was great to be back watching uh, in person. And then, obviously, after that, we went back in to lockdown again. I felt we had a good squad uh, at the start of the season, and I felt we could have troubled the playoffs, but seriously, didn't think we we would kind of trouble the championship. But yeah, I mean, it, as, as the weeks passed on, we were involved in some great games. I, I certainly remember the, the Kings Lynn game at home. Uh, we won five one, and Alafe got his hat trick for that one. The Wildstone away game was on BT. I'm, I'm trying to have to rack my brains here and remember these games and results. But that Wildstone game, we drew three all in the last minute, I think. Um, it was a real good advert mm. for the league. And then, I mean, you, you turn, turn the year and we were having to go to these um, kind of nasty away places like Stockport on a Tuesday night. We won 2-0 and, and Chesterfield, we won one nil uh, at their place. Torquay, I think we drew nil nil there. We we had a, a, a run of games in January that that were really quite tricky, but we came out of there relatively unscathed. I think we we lost at Hartlepool, but one at Stockport and drew at Torquay or some kind of order like that. And yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 when we lost at home to Torquay, yeah, I did question have we blown it? But no, I mean, we res- we responded, didn't we? And, yeah, I mean the the scenes on that Hartlepool game, uh, the Sunday, yeah, just just stay with me forever. Yeah, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. And, and Mark, what were your? Yeah, I'm pretty pretty much the same as Andrew. I mean, we started the season with that home game against Maidenhead, didn't we? Maidenhead have been a real bogey side for us over the years. They've got a pretty good record at at, at Gander Green Lane and we beat them, I think it was 3-0 on the first day of the season. We just kind of kept going and we were right up there at the top or very close to the top of the table right through and we kept asking ourselves, you know, can we can we keep this going? And Andrew mentioned that win at Chesterfield, which I think was around the middle of March and that was the result which caused me to think we're going to do this because we were on a great run then. I think we hadn't we hadn't lost a league game since the end of January. We were on a fantastic run of form. And uh, Chesterfield, obviously, were a strong side, difficult place to go Tuesday night. Um, and, and we won the game 1-0. And from that point on, I was fairly confident we, we, we'd close out the title. And I said, if we're still top of the table come Easter, we're going to do this. And we were. We had a bit of a flat April. I think we only won one game and it was a good win at Altrincham 4-0 very very emphatic and then obviously in early May we had that unfortunate defeat at Notts County which was on BT uh, we lost a very late penalty but apart from that we were just really strong through through May we won some some games and just saw out saw it saw it out quite comfortably in the end and Andrew mentioned the Hartlepool game which fortunately fans were allowed back for and uh, that was when we clinched it and we could all join in the you know the the post-match celebrations and and uh, we all knew we'd be in in League Two the next season. Yeah, for for me, for me I, I did have a, a few sulks um, at the beginning of it because I may have mentioned before I was one of the people that um, got told you have to stay at home and whatnot, and so I felt very very um, unbridged against it. Um, and then to have the football not to go to that as well was just a, a bit. Irritating. So some of the some of the streams at the start of the season I didn't actually watch um, because I was just like making myself miserable. But yeah, it was just this strange feeling watching them on TV, which is usually quite a big thing to, to see us on TV. I know I've recorded them over the years. Like, oh, we're on telly, Rachel. Sure someone records it for me, and then it's like literally we're just watching it on these streams all the time. These little tiny figurines of players you know and winning games all the time. You're like, this is some kind of weird, weird, weird reality TV show. We're not really doing this. And yeah, then as you say, the Hartlepool game we actually got to go to, which was a strange. I think I, towards the end, I hear I, I get what you're saying, where it was all a big party atmosphere. But 
I did feel at points during the match that people on TV must be wondering, are they really going for the title? Because I don't think anyone was really celebrating or anything in the ground during the match. I think partway through the match, we suddenly dawned on us going, hang on a minute, we've just done this. But certainly for a chunk of the match, it was it was quite um, nervy, just this mm. feeling around the ground of, are we, is this really happening? What's going on? Maybe it was just the fact that we were just at football for the first time in, in months and months and months. But then, yeah, then we did it. We become champions and um, all Bruce's nightmares, dreams, sorry, came, came through. <laughs> and and um, all the checks that I need to be written and all the works that I need happening. But I think I'll um, try and get someone to cover that next time. So for this time, I'm going to just jump on to the Warsaw match. I think I probably helped jinx it because um, I'd gone on to the Walsall Fan TV preview and said it was going to be a good game. Whatever happens, it was going to be a great match. It was going to be really exciting because they're rubbish at set pieces, uh, defending set pieces. We're great. And um, it was not a great match, to be, to be honest. Um, what were your thoughts on it, guys? If I start with you, Mark? Yeah, well, you mentioned you think you jinxed it. I think I may have jinxed it as well because my friend Peter and I were the ball sponsors yesterday. <laughs> and the only, the only previous occasion we'd been ball sponsors a couple of seasons against Bromley, we lost at home. Um, so we're starting to w- wonder if we should ever sponsor the ball again because we seem to be jinxing the matches where, where we're the ball sponsors. But yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think Walsall were a great side, to be honest. I mean, I think Dean made one quite good at, say, very early in the game. They had the free kick, of course, from which they scored. Apart from that, I don't think they, they threatened the, our goal very much. They, they had a couple we're, of one-on-ones which mm, they blazed w- wide or over. Mm, yeah, um, um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. I don't remember Dean doing a lot. I mean, their, their leading scorer got George Miller got through quite early on and, and blazed over. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we, you know, we came close a few times. I think we, we hit the post once. I think Isaac did, and um, David Adjaboy hit the bar in, in the second half. There are a few shots yeah, just wide. I think there was one cleared off the line. So yeah, we were a bit unlucky. I think not not to get a draw. Um, from that game but you know that that's going to happen in, at this level there are going to be a lot of very tight games and sometimes things will go for you sometimes they go against you and they went against us yesterday but I'm not I'm not too disheartened even though it wasn't a great game and it was one that we lost yeah I think I actually said on on, on that guy's thing um that I didn't want to be seeing Walsall with five 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 of wins, draws, losses <laughs> and and <laughs> it matched it up nicely and and yourself Andrew how, how did you see it yeah, I mean, I was there yesterday. I thought we did okay. I don't think we deserved to lose the game, I must be honest. We uh, we, had, we had several chances in the first half that w- weren't quite full for us. Uh, I, I thought Alafe was going to score when he was put through. Shaved the post, didn't it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, as um, as Mark said, really, lots of uh, games in this division are, are going to be tight affairs with not much between the, the sides. And uh, maybe, maybe in the second half, we might have looked a little bit tired. We're, we're, we're missing a few um, key players. And we're... Um, I think that was our eighth game in October yesterday. So I think we've got a free midweek coming up, which we'll uh, need to kind of recover and rest up a little bit. But yeah, I, th- I think we deserve something out of the game. I don't know if we did enough to win it, but certainly a draw would have been a fair result, I think. My view was it, the game itself was not... If that had been one of your first game at Sutton, you probably would have been like, yeah, I'm not, not coming back to watch that. Um, I mean, we, we were... <laughs> We weren't awful. I'm not. I mean, we've been spoiled. <laughs> yeah. So there is a certain amount of okay. What, what are you expecting, Mike? But it was just a flat game, as you say. It was just things sort of seemed a tiny, tiny bit out. There were the, the, the balls just weren't dropping to us, and their goalkeeper. We were just putting everything just too close to him. It was literally mm-hmm. a couple of inches just 
within his reach. And if it had been a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, it would have dropped to one of ours. But as you say, it it happens. It's it's football. We can't win every game. It'd be boring if we did win every game. But we've got Easty. I think is they said he's close. Louis, I think he was warming up with the guys. They were today. both warming up on the pitch. Oh, they were both warming up. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so they should hopefully be close. I don't actually. I didn't hear or didn't retain information about John Barden. Did anyone? Uh, I think he went off on Tuesday at Colchester. <coughs> I think it was mentioned in the match report, but I don't know what specifically injury-wise he's sustained. Right, but then we've also got Harry out for a while. Mm. And then it's yeah. suspended as well. <coughs> yeah, mm. but they've, they've done brilliantly, as you say. It's a lot of games in a very short space of time, so they're, they're bound to be tired. I don't care what people say. They're, <laughs> they're humans. But what we're going to do is have a little think about it for the next few seconds while it plays, but I'm just going to put you both on the spot for your good, bad and ugly of the week. Sorry for putting you on the spot, but there you go. <laughs> right, I'll give you another couple of seconds thinking time because I'll, I'll jump in with a good. Um, we, we got another over 3,000 crowd. Mm-hmm. That's an, a, a, I mean, you guys have both supported us for a long, long time. Um, strange, Andrew's the new boy of the three of us with 20 years experience. Um, so um, <laughs> we, we can all know that years gone by, 3,000 pounds we would be delighted about, uh, 3,000 fans would be delighted about, and that would be our gate of the season. So for me, that was good. And it's a little bit like, oh, only 3,300, is that all? And it's like, oh, hang on a second. Let's, 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 let's take a reality check again. Let's remember where we are. Mm. So that was my good. Bad was, yeah, it was a little bit flat but it's to be expected so that's a bit mean to pick that and ugly i'm, I'm gonna try and think on for a second or two because i'm not really sure there was anything that that bad that, that i can remember off the top of my head but either of you want to jump in with a good bad ugly for the week well i've given it a bit of thought so yep. I, I don't mind going first yeah please do. um i mean good i'm just going to pick out our left backs in the last two games i don't particularly like picking out specific players because obviously football is a team game but um, I think sometimes defenders don't get the credit they deserve and I think Rob Milson uh, at Colchester just had a, had a great game he was involved in all all three of the goals two assists and he obviously put the penalty away in between and he's been a great great player for the club obviously very experienced very solid very reliable and takes a wicked free kick as, as, as we know, yesterday he obviously played in midfield and um, Ben Wyatt came in at, at left back. I kind of wondered if there might be a few fans of sucking their teeth a bit and thinking, you know, is he, is he quite up to the, the physical challenge of League Two? But I thought we had a fantastic game. I it was possibly our best player. I think he, he may have got the sponsor's man of the match award. I remember one great clearance he made under pressure from in, inside our, our box. And uh, I thought he had, you know, it was a, a really good game. So, you know, two great left-back performances from different players over the, the two games. Bad, I've, I've been scratching my head a bit because... It's actually quite hard to find any any negatives in in the way we've been playing. Far more positives this season. But you know, one thing I will mention, and I think you touched on this earlier, Andrew, that I did notice yesterday against Walsall, there are a lot of sort of rather hopeful long balls just sort of lofted into the opposition goal mouth, uh, not just in corners, but but from crosses and and the odd perhaps odd free kick as well. The keeper. That, that they had Carl Rushworth, I think his name is, he's on loan from Brighton. So he, maybe he's, he's obviously a bit of a prospect. And he had no trouble. He just claimed these balls time and time after again, again, his high balls under little or no pressure. And I just thought, well, you know, could we try 
a bit of different type of delivery to try and create a different sort of problem because he was just dealing with these high balls so comfortably. And to be fair, we did mix it up a little bit, you know, particularly towards the end of the game. We're putting in some some different types of ball. But I just thought there were just a few too many of those sort of hopeful balls just still lofted into the opposition goal mouth. The ugly, nothing particular from yesterday's game, but obviously in the previous two games we had a red card. Red mm-hmm. card for one of our players at, at, at Rochdale and for an opposition player at Colchester. Mm-hmm. Different different situations, of course. But in, in both those, you had the situation where you know the, 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 the players of one team sensing that the opposition might get a red card, sort of surrounding the referee. We've all seen that and, and some players do that as well as play with some other teams it was a bit of that at the Colchester game but I think in the Colchester game the decision the referee had to make was, was pretty easy it was a very clear handball on the line he had no option but to send their player off which of course he did the game at Rochdale when Richie Bennett got sent off I thought the situation was was less clear I've actually spoken to Richie I saw him at the Colchester game and he, he said he, he was going for the ball I've no reason to question that but it did look as if he stamped on, on the player. And, you know, if you're an experienced player, as he is, you should know that if, if you put your boot anywhere near an opposition player who's on the ground, you're taking a big risk. And as soon as he did that, of course, the opposition players surrounded the referee and, and Richie was shown the red card. Um, if that hadn't happened, if they hadn't crowded the ref, would he have made a different decision? We don't know. It's possible that having thought about it for a bit longer, he might have not shown the red card. But that's this sort of surrounding and hashing of the referee is not something that I think is a particularly pleasant feature of the game. We all know it happens. We've seen it many times. It's something I think we could do without. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it, there's a bit of that with the, the crowd is like literally every yeah. every foul. It, it, as soon as the referee starts walking over, it's just the, the off, 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 off starts. And it's like, oh, come on, it's just... <laughs> he's not going to send him off for that. It's time-wasting. He's not going to happen. But, um, yeah, good, very valid points. Andrew, did you...? Yep, my, uh, so I'm gonna, I'll start with the good. I'm a bit, a bit of a general one, this one really, but uh, Tuesday night's result at Colchester, which I thought was another excellent three points on the road. Mentally, I, I don't know if how, how the players would have felt straight after the Rochdale like 95th or whatever minute. It was winner for them, but yeah, to come back and get a three points on the road again on Tuesday, I thought that was a, a real good response from the squad. So um, that'll be my good. Mm-hmm. My bad point um, would be the confirmation of Harry Ab- uh, Butiman's absence. So we found out on Friday in the preview, I think he's out for two to three months. I mean, that takes us, what, to January, February? I mean, we probably <laughs> knew that he was going to be out for a little bit, a little while, but um, still not still not great news when one of your no. key, key players gets ruled out for, for, for quite a while. So that's my, that's my bad point. And then my ugly point. It's sadly uh, yesterday's ref, who I thought had a pretty poor game. I thought he missed quite a lot, to be fair. But um, we won't talk too much about the referees <laughs> on this podcast. So I'll leave it at that. That's all I can come up with for the ugly point, I'm afraid. No, no worries. Yeah, there was. Um, it was getting quite a lot about the goalkeeper taking his time, and it it was it was one where I was just I just decided to watch the score the the, the clock. Just to see, because yeah. I was like, I was like, right, he is hanging on, and I think it was 19 seconds on one of them. And I was like, all right, okay, they got a point to keep hassling them about that. I had someone um, ask me yesterday, um, <laughs> like, when when did they abolish the six second rule? Because they used to, the refs used to keep an eye on. Yeah, um, and, I, and I don't know the the answer to that, but why did it ever get scrapped? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah it should have been brought back in. Yeah, I mean, yesterday was was a joke. How much yeah. time he uh, mm. he took. Uh, yeah. 
There you go. Is it one of these that's still in place but just isn't isn't enforced by referees? Yeah. It's like it's, 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 I mean, this one yesterday he did do the substitutions from the nearest point, but not always they do that. It's, sometimes they just let them wander wherever they like. But, I mean, I, I I did that myself when I was Sunday League manager. I, we were hanging on to a game, and I, my substitute was mm. based on who was the furthest away from me at that yeah. precise moment in time because mm-hmm. <laughs> I made sure. So we've all done it. My ugly is it's not really ugly. It's not, and also it's probably not fair. But we we're getting a bit of whinging and moaning from opponents um, about the, um, the the ground, oh. and and it's like it's it's a bit sort of hard, and you feel so defensive, and you want to fight it all the time about. Hang on a second. We're, we're, we're it's 120 odd years old. We weren't ever supposed to be here. So give us a little bit of a break and just enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, at least it's a different type of ground to the one you're always going to. Um, yeah, we're, anyway. we're obviously picking up a lot of um, like ground hoppers this season, um, coming on their yep. like day trips to down the Green Lane. And uh, yeah, I see I see certain posts on Facebook groups. Yeah. And y- yeah, you you, you do mm. find yourself having to be a bit defensive about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from yeah, with that. I, I tend to be like that little, you know, the, the Kermit meme where he's bashing the keyboard. Yeah. And then I just sit there going, no, delete all that, delete all that. <laughs> Never, why fight with people on the internet? It's not worth it. But yeah, that, so that was um, the, the good, the bad and the ugly. Thank you very much, guys. Clearly thought about it as well. Thank you. <laughs> so this week, just before we move to the quick preview on the games coming up, we're going to do Pub of the Week. And since I've got you here, Mark, I'll put you on the spot to do it live so here we go one second i i, I can okay. rosie's rosie my little four-year-old <laughs> sings out around the house she's gonna go back to nursery <laughs> or not nursery school singing pub of the week <laughs> so, I should be called in for parents' evening, I'm sure. Um, but go on, fire away, Mark, please. Okay, well, this is the Hayes and Yedding away, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Hayes and Yedding is not, frankly, a great area for, for drinking. So I'm, I'm going to pick a pub that's in Hanwell, which is not too far from, from Hayes and Yedding, just a bit in towards central London. And there, there's some, some good pubs in Hanwell. The one I'm going to pick out is, is the Dodo Micro Pub in, in Boston Road, Hanwell, which is one of a number of micro pubs that have opened around London in, in the last 10 years or so. It's it's the local cameras branches pub of the year. But a word of warning, it doesn't open until three o'clock on a Saturday. So if you want to go there on Saturday, go after the game. Don't go beforehand because you'll find it firmly closed. <laughs> but a good choice of beers and ciders there. Nice, friendly oh, little pub. That is, that's a throwback to be not open until late yeah. on a Saturday. Wow. Micro pubs tend to have rather limited opening hours. And they they often they often closed on certain days of the week, typically Mondays, and they often don't open until quite late in the day. Because they're often just run by one or two people, yeah. see, so they haven't got a team of a team like big pubs have. So they're relying on one or two people to to do most of the work. They have to limit the, the hours that they're open. Lovely, lovely. Sorry, I just had my little one come in, show me her Halloween outfit that she's off trick or treating. <laughs> so I was trying, I was trying to look at that and go, go away, go away. Um, so just quickly on to. The Hazen Yedding match. We'll concentrate on that very quickly first. I, I I'm awful at remembering things. I, I was smiling to myself, Andrew, as you were talking about games from last season that we won this score and that score, and I'm like, I don't remember playing these teams, but okay. But I, I do have vague memories of being there not not too long ago. Do you do you remember last time we were there at all? I've really... I'll let Mark answer that. Um, I've, <laughs> no, I've, never, um... I've never been to Hayes, I'm afraid. 
Well, we, we, we've been to Yedding a few times, of course. There was a famous FA Cup defeat there, wasn't there? I think in 86. It was before I started following um, a Sutton, but it went down in sort of Sutton folklore. It's just an awful result for, for the club. But um, we also played Yedding a couple of times in, in, in National League South, Conference South, as it was then. But um, Hayes and Yedding merged, of course, uh, uh, well, sort of 10, 15 years ago. And um, there was supposed to be moving into this new stadium. It took years and years to build. I think there was some dispute with the builders. So Hayes and Yedding ground shared with, with Woking and, and Maidenhead. And they didn't actually move into the, to the new ground until four or five years ago, I think. So right. we won't have been to the new ground okay. unless we went as, as, as neutrals for another game. <laughs> Hayes and Yedding were playing. So it, it's basically a, a, a new rebuilt ground on, on the site mm-hmm. of the old Yedding ground, the Warren. Lovely. Okay, so at least that makes things that like, I have definitely not been there before because I'll be wandering around going, I don't recognise any of these buildings. Um, now, one thing I'd, I'd sort of picked out on them is I didn't realise, but I was just having a quick look on their forum, and I think this is the third year they've qualified for the first round. I think the third year in a row, which um, they're saying is some kind of record for a club at that level, which is definitely something to be wary of, and they've mm. not. They lost on penalties the other day, which I don't count actually as a loss. It's a draw. So they've not actually been defeated on the pitch this season. Are you nervous? No. or? I think it's going to be a difficult game. I think it's going to be a different sort of game from the ones we've been playing in League Two. I think they're a different sort of challenge. But I think in its own way, it will be as difficult as, as, as the league games we've been playing. They'll be up for it. As you say, they're on a great run. They haven't, haven't lost an open play this season and and it's a different it's a different situation for some because in the past we, we've been used to being the non-league underdogs who sometimes get to play a league club in, in in the FA Cup and now we're going there as the league club and and they're the non-league club looking looking to cause an upset so it's it's it's, it's, it's the boots on the other foot as it were obviously we've only recently come out of non-league so we're perhaps better got a better understanding of the opposition than some other league clubs might have. But even so, I think it, it, it's going to be a, a tough, but we've got a robustuous game. I think both teams will be going for it. I don't think either manager will want the replay. You know, we've already got two Tuesday night games scheduled for November. and I don't, I don't think Matt will want another one in the middle of the month. So I think say, both, both sides will, will be going for it. And, uh, you know, I'm expecting it to be to be a tough game but Matt as I'm sure he, he always does will be preparing meticulously he, he'll have had the opposition watched he, he'll have got information on their strengths and weaknesses so I think the team will be well prepared for the game yeah sure they will Andrew yeah uh, really looking forward to the game to be fair I haven't been to Hazen Yedin's ground but um, yeah, I expect they'll give us a test but I think we've got a massive incentive to get into the second round we've got a, a free midweek which uh, I think will help us Hayes will I think they play on Tuesday night in a cup game as well. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Ex-Sutton striker Moses Emmanuel plays for mm. uh, Hayes and Yedding uh, as well. I've managed to catch their highlights in uh, the, the first game against Dorkin in the last round. They're, they're, they're very athletic. So, yeah, I think we'll have to yeah really be on our game to, to go through on the day. But, um, yeah, we, 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 we should be going there looking absolutely to progress. and. Uh, I, I do think we will. Yeah, yeah. I think they've got um, another guy who's in our youth team. Sort of, I don't think he played many first team games. But, um, Shaquille, I think Shaquille. Oh, Shaquille like, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he, I saw his name there, and I thought I recognise that name. Yeah. Why do I know that name? He, he has played for us in the first team. <clears throat> yeah, um, I think it, I think it was when we were in in the Conference South. Right. So for me, I'm, I, for the reasons you mentioned, I'm, I'm quite nervy because, as you say, we've got this great big target on our back and. 
again, some of the, the, the sound like a really old fuddy duddy, but some of the newer Sutton fans giving it the old we should get more tickets. It's like whoa, 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 hang on a second, let's not, we're, we're not Billy Big Bollocks, let's not, let's not, let's not start all that. Oh, hang on. Sorry, I don't know why that started playing again. I think I clipped it. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to go over on Saturday. I'm going to be really, really cheap and actually get the X26 all the oh, way yeah. over um, to Heathrow. And, and then I think another bus from there. I can't remember the rest of it. But, um, it just, I didn't think to do that. That could be a good idea. It takes a while. I think I saw it on the train and everything with all the different changes. It was about two hours. And then doing that, that bus, it took about two hours 20 or something like that so i was just thinking but it is one bus and i can just sit there and fall asleep almost <laughs> but then we can have a little quick talk about the wimbledon match um i've not been to any of the, the papa john's um games i know some people don't like them with the whole under 23 sides and all, all the rest of it but uh, uh, were you guys looking forward to it are you going to go to that one uh, all being well absolutely uh, i went to the um palace game which was in late august we ran out three nil winners um and then palace went and beat afc wimbledon um the other week uh, i think it's still quite all to play for in this uh, this group apart from portsmouth who have lost both their games so far but um yeah absolutely i want us to progress i want us to go quite far in the competition it's our most realistic chance of getting to wembley isn't it so um yeah hopefully we can seal the deal and top the group because i think we 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 would then play a runner-up in one of the other southern groups uh if we top the group Mm -hmm. and and mark yourself I've got I've got my ticket for the game, and obviously it's a local derby, um, which adds a, a, a bit of spice. Um, we've we've got two wins, and I think Wimbledon and, and Palace have each got each got one win. So if we lose to Wimbledon, there's, there's a chance we 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 to fail to go through. But uh, I think a draw would, would be enough the way things are currently standing. I imagine both clubs will put out sort of effectively a sort of second string eleven, but. We saw at Portsmouth that our second eleven is is actually pretty strong, so I don't have any great fears about that. And I think there'll be a, there'll be a decent crowd. Obviously, Wimbledon will, will take quite a few. So, um, looking forward to that, and I think we've got a, a great chance of, of progressing. Yeah, I think someone had worked it out that I think if we'd lost by a certain score and someone else won by a certain mm. score, we were both kind of like, oh, okay, we should be all right. That we we should still qualify. And I didn't realise the money in this was actually so good. I was, I was heard Dan. Mm. I'm going to moan him on a different podcast, and he was saying it's, it's about 10 grand per win, mm. um, which is obviously a huge incentive to, I mean, other clubs might not think so, but to us, it's like, wait, <laughs> we'll have that, thank you. But yeah, so hopefully we should we should progress in that, I, I, I would hope so. Um, it should be a good game, but um, I'm, I'm not, from my old man chest, I'm going to have to check on what the weather's going to be like before I decide on that, cause mm. it's so pathetic. But I'm going to kind of wrap it up there, guys. Um, we've kind of covered the the... The, the main bits um thank you very very much for all, all your thoughts and opinions and thanks for thinking about some of the stuff as well <laughs> normally uh-huh. people do it just like what well, you're dumping on me now so i will wrap it up there unless there's anything else that either of you wanted to cover i think we're good cheers mike yeah, yeah no problem yeah, at all not for me yeah e- thanks excellent. mike thank you very much and, and mark thank you again personally for the little messages every week of whoop up whoop up whoop up <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep coming yeah. <laughs> no problem <laughs> um and um yeah, I'm, did you listen to the music when I sent it to you the first time around? Because I'm, I'm convinced you didn't. Uh, I think I did. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I, I've heard it before anyway, oh, somewhere. Right. <laughs> no problem at all. All right, I'm just gonna um, say goodbye now, sign off, and um, speak to you all soon. Thank you. Bye bye. All the best, chaps. See Thank ya. you. Bye.
And joining me now is my next guest, and it is Corey, who is a Hazen Yedding supporter. So, Corey, tell us a bit about yourself. Essentially, who are you? I'm Corey. I'm 24 years old. I've supported Hazen Yedding since they've merged, but before that, I used to support Hazel. My dad took me to my first ever Hayes game, which ironically was Hayes v Yedding. <laughs> and do you remember when that was, roughly? How old you were? Uh, that was... 2005, 2004. Oh, okay, so that can't have been too too long before they merged, was it? It was about 2007, yeah, I think yeah, it was. About three years before I think we merged in 2007, yeah. Yeah, excellent. And what what was the bug? What what bit you about? Because obviously at the time, 2007, everyone would have been supporting Man United's, Man City's. What made you choose little old team? Just I went with my dad a couple of times and then started going more regularly and then I found the bond between the fans, the players, the management, everyone knows everyone, you feel a part of something rather than just being a fan who gives money, you know, to a big chairman who never appreciates it or, you know, a Man United and Man City who they're just full of money, they don't care about the fans. That's cool. That's called a customer, <laughs> not 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 a fan. So yeah, customer. Yeah. Similar to um, we Sutton. <laughs> were not too long ago. We we were. I mean, I think we were in the same league six 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 seven years ago. Sixteen when we got twenty six fifteen twenty sixteen we got relegated in conference hell. Yeah. So we kind of I think probably went similar issue about the other the other way but yeah it's um I, I don't know if you saw my twitter there was an under 18s game against gillingham the other night and someone had just put uh, they were delighted to see the, the the chairman of of our club um on car park duty at an under 18s fa mm. cup match and it's little things like that it's like that's why we support these clubs that's yeah. the, and you never you never lose the touch of supporting them because of those sort of things the extra mile supporting the under 18s you know because they're the the up-and-coming talent of your club Exactly, yeah. But we're going to focus a little bit on the game this weekend. Fairly, well, very strange position for a lot of all of our Sutton fans. We, we've obviously been un- the underdogs before. We're playing lower league clubs, but we've never been the league club playing the the, the lower league clubs. And we couldn't have chose a, an easier tie, really. A team that's completely undefeated for the whole season so far. Absolutely flop. <laughs> Even on Tuesday, we had a League Cup game against Wolfram Abbey. We chucked our under-18s out and still managed to somehow win 3-1. And, and I just didn't want to go through because it's another game, another pile-up. I just wanted to lose <laughs> one little cup and we still somehow managed to win with our Yeah, out. well, I, I literally just saw that. I'm not, I'm not a great one for research, I'm going to be honest with you, but I did just quickly have a little look and I've noticed that by the time your next league game comes round, it would have been yeah. almost a month. Yeah, our next league game is Farnborough on a Tuesday which who are top at the moment, but by the time we we play Farnborough, we could be five games behind Farnborough. Yeah, and I, I saw that you you are second, but so, it's only it's only because I think you've got three games in hand now at the moment, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So games in hand. <laughs> this 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 becomes a I mean it's it's a nice problem when you're doing well in the cups, yeah. especially in yeah. the FA Cup because you get a bit of money. Obviously, I don't want you to get too well in the FA Cup, um, but get a little bit of money um, behind you. But it is one of the prices of of being successful is just the yeah. the constant games, and it's hard yeah. on the fans because obviously your season ticket doesn't cover these league games, <laughs> the cup games. No. Um, yeah. So it's expensive month for you all. Yeah, well, very expensive. <laughs> Obviously, we've, we've still got Tiverton away this month as well, which is the end of the month, and that's mm. in Devon. 
Yeah, that's very south. But how were you expecting these kind of results this season, or were you? Well, what were you uh, thinking of the season? Not really. Zero no. <laughs> clearly, clearly the favourites hand down. Even yeah. though they're playing at Plymouth Parkway, everyone bangs on about Truro being the favourite. Truro favourites, and even the squad they've got, the squad they've kept, they were top last, uh, not last year, the year before, before it was curtain railed. Mm-hmm. They were in the mix last season, and now this season they're struggling. Whether it's because they've got to play away in Plymouth, but. I was I would have been happy with the playoffs this season. I would never have thought we'd be unbeaten now in November still. Yeah, it's it's some brilliant results in there as well. And, and the the I don't count these as a loss, but the uh, the the loss was on penalties against Haybridge, but that's that's a that's a draw in in my but that's not draw. No, no, we beat Haybridge on penalties. Oh, did you? Yeah. We beat Haybridge we're still unbeaten. We've, oh, uh, sorry. We beat Haybridge on penalties, yeah. 4-1. Do you know what? I thought, I saw that written down the opposite yeah, way. I'm so. On, it came on. It came on football web pages. Apparently, it's 4-1 Haybridge on penalties. But no, it's 4-1 Hayes on penalties. Right. Do you know what? That is why I saw it. So that's even even better for you. Worse worse for me. Um, so yeah, I did definitely. I didn't, I didn't go to that game. <clears> but yeah. Yeah. We, but the other thing I wanted to to mention is all the all these things stacking up yeah, against Sutton yeah. and uh, banana skin. Is this is yeah. I saw somewhere your third year in a row of getting yeah, through to the, third, the first round third third year in a row first round and the first ever club at this level to do that to do that so it's absolutely brilliant all, so you all might... down to all down to the manager really the management yeah. all down yeah. to them but you must be bored of the first round by now surely you, you've, you've had enough experience over the last couple of years the feeling never gets sold <laughs> the feeling the feeling's still the same it's the fa cup yeah, what we live for. <laughs> and so the the manager is he fairly new or? Is... No, he's, he he think he was here five. His fifth anniversary was Tuesday. So he oh, excellent! Five, he was five years Tuesday, but the first season he was in charge, we got relegated. We won the we won the Southern League Cup, but we were we were a mess, you know, off the pitch mm-hmm. on the pitch. It was we were rock bottom as a club, really. And he's come in and just. Change it on his head, turned it around completely. We've gone from being <coughs> bot, first, second bottom in the Southern League, the same league we're now top of, and how how that's happened is beyond my you know, <laughs> imagination, really. Well, we had a similar story um, a few years ago. I don't know how much you know about Sutton. We um, were relegated to the Ryman, and we were in essentially free fall. And Doswell came in at that stage, yeah. and we were kind of it was definite that we had to make the right appointment because it. Sutton, who were a big non-league side or a big name non-league side, yeah. were in absolute free fall, and he did absolutely turn the club around and change our fortunes. And then here we are, sort of eleven years later, and beyond beyond anyone's imagination, because none of the, none of the Sutton fans that I know even even considered football league even at the start of last season. It's not even the team is just to play in the Conference Premier for any fan. Yeah. Any non-league fan just wants to play at the highest level of non-league. Or... Yeah. The, the the highest level you can, and and. I mean, unfortunately, we've seen it a lot with lots of non-league teams where they go for the boom and bust, where they spend loads and loads of money. Yeah. But you guys seem like you're doing it right with the yeah. building slow, well, yeah. yeah, building it up and doing, so. doing, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's adding another little bit to my banana skin of your manager celebrating his anniversary um, <laughs> on, yeah, on the, the week of five years. On the it was five years. Don't yeah. don't quote on it. I think it came up on Facebook. It was five years ago they were appointed, but I don't think you I don't think you read too much into that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> and then I also noticed that not encouraging anyone to bet, and certainly not against yeah. Sutton. But I noticed um, yeah. one of one of the websites had you at seven to one to win, which seems yeah. absolutely mental for um, a club that's doing 
flying so well. We were in the same division five, six years ago, and you're at home. So if anyone does want to bet on it, <laughs> it's softened the blow for me. It's, it's there for the taking. You know? Yeah. Ho- obviously we, we have different opinions on that um, yeah. um i i think matt will have done his homework and i think we'll be taking this game very seriously i don't, um, I don't mean it's there for the take. i mean the betting the betting the yeah 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 absolutely yeah it's it's one of those things it's one of those things i'm sitting there thinking well that that'll at least soften the blow if, if i if i do it but yeah. i can't i can't i can't bet against my own team yeah um, I'll, I'll probably back it, but that's me. I can't. You know, you've got to back your own team in the FA Cup. So, what can we look forward to? Because um, this is a new. Although we've played you before, this is a new ground for everyone, um, pretty much um, coming along. We, we, I think we've got quite a few planning on it. But so, yeah, what can we can be looking forward to at the ground? Well, we've we've got a main stand with one thousand two hundred odd seats, mm-hmm. and the rest is open terrace. But shortly, there should be a terrace behind the goal. For fans to sing in behind the goal we've just you know waiting for that to come in and then it, the ground should start looking to sh- look a bit more in place you know yeah over, we've had two years in a row before this year of fa cup first round game so we we're more prepared i'd say now <coughs> to what to expect than we were previously because we the first time oxford it was all a, a rush i'd say a panic we're not sure what to expect we had yeah. segregation in place we had all these unimaginable things that had to be in place for the game, and even the Carlisle game behind closed doors, there had to be certain things in place last season, which to prevent fans from going in, to prevent this, to prevent mm-hmm. that. So hopefully now we've got more of a, more of a, you know, old hands, more, more experience, more, more, more in control, more in control <laughs> yeah. of what to expect on the day. And I think we've got we've got two turnstiles, one for home fans, one for away <laughs> fans, which is also I think. We had that for the Ox. They've always been there, but I think that was mandatory after the Oxford game. We yeah. tried to keep that as the away section for big, big cup games. Mm-hmm. I think don't. don't yeah. Quote me on that, no. Well, it's, it sounds similar to again. We yeah. we had Arsenal a few years ago. Uh, well, we had yeah. we had a it, it, incredible run a few years ago. We had um, Forest Green. Um, yeah, with Forest Green, Wimbledon, and then Leeds, and then Arsenal, and it just it just got in, increasingly in, insane as it as it went along, but. I know you don't want to give any secrets away, and you've said that. But who, 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 who are, who are your, um, who are your men this season? This is, this is a bit unfair because I've said on our players that actually I went to the Crawley game with um, a friend of mine. He said, "Who should I be looking out for?" And I said, "Well, I'll be honest, I can't give you a player because they're all playing yeah, marvelously." I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> they're, all, they're all good at each other. They're all good in their own individual way. Yeah, so they're it's a team. We. They're all a team of hard workers. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, that's, that's, that's all you're getting. No, that's you're perfect. No, that, do you know what? That's exactly what um, our lot are doing. And I think one of my um, guests last week coined the phrase of um, greater than the sum of their parts. So each player yeah. is is good, but then when you put them together, they're, they're, they're something yeah. exceptional. So, you know, you you your manager's done his research. If he's done his research right, then he'll know how to play. Again. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> if he's done his research wrong, then. <laughs> Absolutely. So, just on your support for Hayes, what what's been your 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 sort of your apart from the FA Cup runs, your highlights, your 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 sort of favourite matches or match, well, whichever. When I started going home and away, we were this the first few years I started going home and away. We were just going down and down and down in the league. Mm-hmm. So there weren't many there weren't many highs at the start, <laughs> but but I say since we moved back into our ground, we we were in the Southern Central, which is the same level as the Ryman South. It took us two years to get out of there. 
And then the first season back in the seventh prem, we uh we made the first round. I think being at the Oxford game had to be one of the better moments of my life, really, supporting the club because you that's what you live. As I said earlier, you live for the FA Cup. You live for seeing the team live on TV at yeah. your ground in the FA Cup at home. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of an odd uh, one though because you're you're there and you know it's on TV yeah, yeah. and you like yeah. right someone's got to record this for me. I'm going to be watching yeah, this later. Yeah, I've still got it on record now. All these yeah. years later, it's still on there. Don't watch it, but it's just there. It's there for when you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say, you know, there's been a few good 9-1 wins, a few when we was in the Southern Central, we won 9-1 a couple of times. We always, when when you go down to Truro and win, that's always, and win, that's always a good good away day. Nice journey home, uh, then, because it's a rotten yeah, journey home when you lose. We had, yeah, yeah, probably that, really. Yeah. And I, one, of the, one of the standout games, I'd say, before the season was cut railed in the pandemic, at the start of the pandemic, the first season was in the summer frame. We put, we went down to Merthyr on a Tuesday night and won two one. And we were the squad was getting a bit thin, I think, because it was a Tuesday game. Mm-hmm. But we all dug deep and won. Excellent, excellent. So you follow so, home and away mostly, yeah. or, or religiously? Well, I go to you know as many games as I can get to. Yeah. If I can't go, then I can't go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's other plans, you know, very rarely there's other plans. Excellent. So you're looking forward to, to Saturday. Um, yeah. And we're hoping now, I jinxed this when we, we played Walsall, so we're, it sounds like we've got two hard-working teams and hopefully it's yeah. going to be a good game. Do you, yeah. do, do, you, do you score a lot of late goals? Because our lot have been scoring late goals. Our lot have been scoring late goals. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to work out if I if I can if I need to turn up before the seventieth minute or should I just <laughs> should I just well, pop in for the last twenty? You know we're a good squad. Yeah. We just at the start of the season we were scoring goals for fun, but the goals recently have dried up. But I think that's because more teams are coming to us now. They're clearing us, so they're putting more they're, men behind the ball. Yeah, they're being more defensive. Um, you'll have to kind yeah. of do a different way of breaking yeah. that down now what, so what's probably what we'll probably be doing against you on saturday we'll possibly be... yeah who knows yeah. could yeah. completely confuse yeah. everyone and just yeah. decide to go for it for the first five minutes and and, yeah. and see what happens yeah. but um hopefully it'll be a, a, a cracking game i believe we're on the red button highlights, yeah, highlights. sunday yeah. i think it is and so hopefully it'll be a good match and definitely worth us yeah. all watching back again on sunday yeah. I, I won't say good luck for saturday yeah. But I will say very good luck for the rest of the season, and I'm sure you'll yeah, you'll you'll say the same unless it goes to a replay, in which case I won't say good luck for that either. Um. <laughs> I think it'd be a tight, close knit game. You know, the last, the first the first year against Oxford, everyone was it's the occasion. I think got the better of us hands down that day. We we went for it, but not as much as we, you know, I think could have done and should have done. But it was the occasion, as I said, the occasion yeah. got to us. I think, and because the players have never been there before. But then the next, next last year we had Carlisle and we 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 held our own, took them to extra time, scored two goals in extra time, in the, and then they literally played football for two minutes like a League Two side and scored two goals and then yep. knocked us out on penalties. Yeah, and what, we were winning in the hundred, we were winning two one in the hundred twentieth minute and lost on penalties. Yeah, what what um people who support like big clubs don't necessarily realise is this is already your fifth match. Yeah, um, in 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 the, the FA, FA Cup doesn't start in the third round. The yeah, starts so preliminary qualifying or whatever. Yeah, we that is. we had this um, 
all that those years ago against Arsenal were sort of explaining that actually if if we had jumped in the third round the same as the big clubs this would have been yeah. our final so yeah. um you are what for third fourth fifth sixth your semi-final oh, yeah, stage first, yeah. first qualifying yeah, yeah. so this this yeah. would be almost your semi-final stage if, if you were yeah. in the Premier League so, so yeah, um, if, we, if we if we win and go through then it is not a cup final exactly yes obviously <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, um, but yeah, no. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to um, be coming over myself. There's uh, quite a few people um, planning journeys over, so hopefully you've you... got a few. You took quite a few to Crawley, about 500. So hopefully the same. Yeah, no, we we, we definitely we definitely had more than that at Crawley. <laughs> definitely, um, there, there was an awful lot at Crawley. Um, I don't know exactly how they counted it, but um, yeah, there was a lot more than that. Um, but yeah, I think there's quite a lot of people looking forward to it. It's again. Again, we've we've been starved of of yeah. cup games because um, obviously You've last been year. You've never on the back of a cup set, no. Oh no, we have definitely had a, <laughs> had upsets, but <laughs> um, we know that we're a target um, because, as I say, we we're the we're the we're the giant killers. Yeah. But, yeah. But you're a target because you beat Leeds. Yes, exactly. Yes, should have beat Arsenal. Wanna... Should have beaten Arsenal, but we're we're over it. I'm over that. I'm over that. It's five years later. I'm, I'm that's, fine. That's I'm the, fine. That's the thing supporting a, a non-league club. You have Arsenal. You know that's going to live in your memory for the rest of your Absolutely. life. Absolutely, it till was. The day, till the day you're not here, you know you're going to always yeah. remember. It's, I was it, there when we played yeah, Arsenal. It, you just it, see the players of Ozil, all, all those Ozil, like Aubameyang, those sort of players. Yeah, that don't, it, it was Arsenal. Arsenal Wenger standing on the touchline yeah. at Little Old Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> it was like this. This yeah. isn't right. You know, the, man, the manager, one of the greatest ever managers yeah. to manage the game is, is in your ground. You yeah. Know? It's... It, it, it is difficult to explain to people who, yeah. a lot of my friends are Chelsea I, fans I and Tottenham it. fans, yeah. but it's nice to go to, to, to non-league again. We're all finding it very yeah. odd being league. Tottenham at, Tottenham at Marine last season. Yeah. You know? Jose turned up with a strong team to respect the opposition and then players at Marine lived that down for the day. Yeah, forever. Absolutely. Yeah, it's that's what it's all about. Well, ho- as hopefully, a... hopefully Saturday will do the same. <laughs> well, as long as everyone does themselves justice, it should be a good yeah. game. Um, that's, yeah. that's 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 yeah. the important thing. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. And um, thank you very very much. Okay. Right. Right. Take you. care now. Thank you. And that's it for another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. Thank you for my guests, Foo, Andrew, Mark and Corey. Thanks for all your views and your time, Jen. It's, it's very much appreciated. Thank you for listening. If you have any suggestions or want to give any feedback, please send it to any of my socials, which is at Sutton Podcast on Instagram, uh, Twitter and Facebook. Or you can drop me an email, which is suttonpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for your time and take care. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.